You are listening to Characters Here Podcast. Interviews, discussions, stories, and events, all from your host, Arthur, artist, podcaster, and YouTuber, Sade. For more information, visit charactersheer.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Characters Here Podcast. I'm your host, Sade. This is the last part, part four of That's Offensive. This is a series that I have started and about to end. <laughs> and I wanted it to be something simple, something people could at least try to understand when it comes to being a follower of Christ, being a child of God, and living a holy, righteous life. I believe there's so many misconceptions out there. There's so many false teachings, false prophets, and stuff that has nothing to do with what's in the Bible when it pertains to how we keep the faith and how we have trust and belief in God. The fourth part is called the good news, and you've probably heard that before. And I've already taken a note, so I'm just going to read it. And I just hope y'all enjoy it. So here we go. What is the good news and the gospel? So this quote that I took from Christianity.com reads, The word gospel is derived from the Anglo-Saxon word, which meant the story concerning God. In the New Testament, the Greek in, I'm going to spell it for y'all, it's the word is spelled E-U-A-G-G-E-L-I-O-N, means good news. Good news is its significance. It means a gift from God. It is the proclamation of the forgiveness of sins and sonship with God restored through Christ. It means remission of sins and reconciliation with God. The gospel is not only a message of salvation, but also the instrument through which the Holy Spirit works. Romans uh, chapter 1 verse 16. In the New Testament, the gospel never means simply a book, but rather the message which Christ and his apostles announced. I took that part from it, but I also want to go in and look at Romans chapter 1, verse 16, so I can know exactly what they took from that. I should have prepared that part. <laughs> so I'm taking this from the New King James Version, and it reads, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. So now we're going to go on down and finish what I had to say. <laughs> Throughout the New Testament, the gospel is being shared with many people from Jesus and his disciples. The New Testament of the Bible starts with the telling of Jesus' life, the miracles he performed, and the people who followed him. I have to say that I've heard how the New Testament is all people need to focus on and that the Old Testament is outdated and not a requirement to read. There wouldn't be a New Testament without the Old. That's like saying, don't study the book that has the answers to the test just take the test and do your best to guess. <laughs> it makes no sense for the New Testament to be the only thing you read in the Bible because you are missing a big chunk of the Bible. You won't even know why Jesus is so important if you neglect the Old Testament. Now, I was reading through my Bible study notes and I came across what I wrote when I first read the book of Romans. At this point, I'd read up to Romans chapter 13 and I wrote, I'm reminded of a pastor saying how people know a person is from a certain religion based upon what they wear. He was basically trying to say that as soon as people see them, people should know that they are Christian. I disagree because the way a person dresses doesn't mean they are dedicated to their belief. I'd rather be filled with the Holy Spirit than dress like a Christian. 
I've seen plenty of people dress like a Christian and be an evil person. So part of 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7 says, For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. We do not have God's power to just automatically know if a person is telling the truth or lying. Some people are really good liars. All I know is whether they are telling the truth or lying, it's not for me to condemn them to hell. They have to face God. We all do. So make sure your heart is for God by living like you have God in your life. It's not what you say. It's how you live. It's a lifestyle. Here's two examples. The first one is Jesus. He is the perfect example. And the second example is found in Romans chapter 12 verses 9 through 21. I'm going to read it to you. The title says, Behave Like a Christian, starting with verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation. Continuing steadfastly in prayer distributing to the needs of the saints, giving to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed them. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good. So in the beginning of my relationship with God, I was hurt, disappointed, shocked, and offended because the folks in the church buildings told me about the Sunday mornings, the preacher shouting, the singing in the choir, the praise and worship team, the collection plate, the building fund, catching the Holy Ghost, and every denomination along with dressing up, when to stand up, and it's okay to X, Y, Z because the Lord knows my heart. And I can go on a little longer. But when I finally read the Bible, there were three things that I heard being shouted out in the church was what was really important and should have been explained more to me as a child. I learned more about it in the Bible. And those three things were God, Jesus, and Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. I'm saying to those who may be church hurt, unbelievers, or are lukewarm. Stop trying to either prove that God isn't real or that you're better because you've been going to church longer. Someone could get saved in 1970 and someone else gets saved in 2022. Both people are saved and will get the same good gift from God. And that's the promise of eternal life. I love being saved and being a child of God. Because it's way less complicated than I was told. It's way more simple than I thought it would be. Some people make being of the faith so hard 
that when I was young, I thought being saved was something only older people could be because they lived their youth. They have time to go to church every week and they don't do fun and exciting things, which is so not true. Because of all the restrictions people put on being a child of God or a Christian, it's so funny how I can put this together because I used to think something was wrong with me. So boom, here's the question. Have you ever had an easy job? I'm talking about so simple that you didn't mind working there because it was either laid back or easy to do. That manager, supervisor, or just a coworker who thought they were a manager made the job hard or difficult when it wasn't? You had that person there? I can say yes, yes, and yes. I've had more than a few jobs and I can recall more than one job that I had that was easy. But I worked with someone who thought they owned the company and turned their job into a nightmare. Same thing with being a Christian. It's simple, but you have people who have titles and think they have a certain position and authority to say who is and isn't saved and how what all they have to do, they complicate it. What helped me was reading the word, the Bible, studying it, asking God questions through prayer and conversation and fellowshipping with others. If you have heard the good news and you stall, time is not your friend. No one is promised tomorrow. Today could be your last day on earth. Wouldn't you rather leave here knowing who God is and knowing that you have salvation than leave here not knowing what's to come? So let's read in Romans about the good news. Romans chapter 5 verses 6 through 11. For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Now read all of Romans 6 and please read all of Paul's letters and all of Mark, Matthew, Luke and John and all the book of the prophets and all of Revelations and the Old Testament that starts with Genesis in the beginning. Because life without knowing God is a life that I tried to live and I was unhappy. I don't know where you are in your life, what you are dealing with, but if you want a reason to live, to have a good life. Even when you're in danger, even when everyone is against you, even when you have to face some difficult things, God is faithful. He will not leave you nor forsake you. All you have to do is repent. Give your life to God and trust in him. We all have to make a choice. If I were you, I'd choose the one that chose me from the beginning. But it's your choice. I'll end this episode and series with these Bible verses. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Romans 10, 9 through 10. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Y'all, that is all the notes that I had wrote down. Again, this is a choice. This relationship that you have with God or that you are seeking with God should not be forced by anybody. It should only be something that you want to do. How else would it be genuine? How else would it be true? So make sure you choose God if you're being serious about it. Because there are a lot of people out here that are for the games. They will try to confuse you, try to lead you astray. They'll tell you things that's not even true or um, and what I've been finding a lot lately, too, a lot of people are misinterpreting what the context of the Bible. So just make sure you're not following what's popular. You're not following what the cra the big crowds are going to even says it in the Bible. It says it in the word that, you know, the gate to hell is wide, but the gate to heaven is narrow. So read the Bible for yourself. That's all I can tell you, because I've done my work. I've done my research and I'm doing this because I love God so much and I also love y'all I don't want anybody to suffer I don't want anyone to be feeling like what is life like what is this all about I feel that once you really truly know God then those questions will be put to rest so thank y'all so much for listening to Character Tear Podcast this is the end of that's offensive part for the good news and I hope you heard the good news and I hope that you choose God have a good day y'all bye-bye Thank you for listening to Characters Here Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share this episode with everyone you know. And remember, don't be a stranger. Be a character. Be a character. Be a character.